Hello and welcome to Straight Talk, Supply Chain Insights, the podcast for your supply chain leader who is on the go and wants to be in the know. And now, your host, Laura Sassiri. Welcome to the Supply Chain Insights Global Summit. Today, I'm going to view Kishore from Tiger Analytics. Kishore and I have known each other for a long time, and he's always been a person I turn to when I have a question on analytics. So, Kishore, welcome to the event. Thank you very much, Laura. Thanks for the introduction, and uh, it's a pleasure, and really look forward to being part of this event as well. Uh, We go a long way back, and uh, really excited about this. Well, so on the event, we have about 200 people globally that'll be looking to the virtual feed, but we'll have about 80 people in the room, and we're going to be talking about the future of Supply Chain 2030, and we're going to spend a little bit of time now talking about that. But before we do, Kishore, just give the audience a little bit of your background and talk a little bit about Tiger Analytics, because it might be new to folks. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Laura, for that. For everyone... I'm Kishore Gumaraju. I'm the Chief Customer Officer here at Tiger Analytics. Uh, I started my career at the Unilever supply chain, and thereafter I moved into consulting, where I was fortunate to work on several large supply chain and digital transformations across the globe. I am now the Chief Customer Officer here at Tiger Analytics, as I mentioned. Tiger Analytics is the fastest growing and largest AI and analytics services company. Uh, Our mission is to power every enterprise organization action with insights powered by data. Uh, And about 50% of our business that we do is with really CPG, manufacturing and retail organizations. And obviously in the current environment, no wonder that supply chain is the largest part of uh, the work that we do. So Kishore, when you think about supply chain 2030, what's it look like for you? And how do you think people prepare? So that's a great question, uh, Laura. And one of the things that, you know, is is usually debated about what what 2030 would be and what it would look like. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of conversation at the conference conference as well. The way we look at it, so we are an AI and analytics uh, company, as I mentioned. So for us, uh, supply chain 2030 in a nutshell is a supply chain that is intelligent, uh, that is context aware, uh, that is dynamic enough to be able to meet the dynamic needs of the supply chain. And there's human-centric as well, as in it uh, meets the needs of the business in the way that things can be actionable. So it's basically intelligent, context-aware, dynamic, and human-centric. Uh, I know these are a lot of buzzwords and high-level things, but we try and uh, demystify them. But that's how we look at Supply Chain 2030. And how do you think analytics helps and what's the role of analytics as we look at that vision? So... The thing is today, if you look at uh, most supply chains, right, the, the, the amount of disruption is uh, is huge. Right? So if you look at it, uh, let me maybe take a step back here. One is everyone has come to realization that there is a continuous disruption that it's not like, you know, point in time that I can plan that I put in some capabilities and systems. There is a continuous disruption in supply chains happening. We had COVID and then you had the war come up and there's something else that will happen, right? And this has necessitated an operational transformation in organizations. So it is significant, a transformation of people, the process, structure, technology, data, and analytics. Now, the business environment is not getting any simpler and any better soon, uh, as in there is going to be a huge pressure, cost pressure, with all that's happening in the economy. And this is going to be you know, enormously challenging for organizations to say, I'm going to rip and replace everything in the supply chain. At the same time, enterprises have a ton of planning and transactional applications in the supply chain, right? And these are not going away anywhere. 
uh, anytime soon. Even the new modern planning solutions being deployed, in my view, are, in my humble opinion, are actually legacy of the future. Because you have all these silos, each of these silos saying that, you know, I'm going to bring this control tower or whatever it is you know, to, to the fore to automate decision making. But having said that, these are still operating in silos. Now, if you look at the need of the supply chain, right? There are dynamic, there is there are dynamic things happening in the environment. There are decisions to be made, and there are thousands of decisions to be taken. And it is humanly impossible to take these decisions. And therefore, what we think the core component of the future of supply chain and the 2030 supply chain, and therefore the role of analytics is bringing intelligence into the transactional supply chain layer, right? Bringing intelligence into the execution, intelligence into planning, intelligence into the strategic planning aspects of supply chain. And that we think is where analytics will play a significant role to bring the intelligence and to augment the planners and supply chain uh, professionals to be able to act based on data and based on insights. But Kishore, how do we do that? Because people have systems, they have processes, and the challenge is how do you have people unlearn to think about this differently? Yeah, so as I mentioned, it's a, it is a huge transformation. But at the same time, if you expect to rip and replace everything that you know, exists, it's impossible. It's not going to happen. Right? And that, I think, is the, the biggest challenge between you know, that barrier that stands in between where we are today and uh, the supply chain 2030. So the key principles, if I look at it, is one is we need to leverage the existing application landscape. Right? The transactional application landscapes are, are what they are. We do not need to rip and replace those. Now, at the same time, what we need to do is bring in the intelligence. Now, how do you bring in the intelligence? That intelligence, the way we look at it is you bring it in one at a time, literally one use case at a time. Build on the capabilities, right? Develop the capabilities in such a way that you deliver value along the way, but at the same time are implementing intelligence on one use case at a time. Now, how you do that, essentially, if you look at it broadly, we think of it as, you know, the key capabilities that you need to put in place is the ability to sense, the ability to sense events, whether it is in the supply chain or on the demand side of things. Second thing is the ability to then simulate, saying that based on this, based on what I'm sensing, what is it that I expect is going to happen? The third thing is then using that simulation to then recommend an action and finally, potentially automate an action, right? So if you look at it, it's sense, simulate, recommend, and act. Now, for this to be able to happen, the key ingredients that you need to put in place is a holistic data model, a data model that evolves with the business needs, right? So you don't need to, again, solve for everything. You don't need to solve for world hunger. You need to start off with, start with specific areas. Like, for example, for a large CPG company, we started off with the customer service area, right? And we've also taken sustainability as another area. So therefore, you evolve the business model, work on those use cases, develop an underlying knowledge graph, you know, the, build the supply chain ontology, and then develop you know, what, what you know quickly call as the planning master data. Now that planning master data can then start feeding these applications. The use cases, the intelligence that you build, leveraging some of the tool sets. We've developed tool sets uh, which are building blocks for analytics, right? For, for instance, uh, the, the data modeling layer, the semantic layer, the, the tools that help with the analytics and the optimization. So these we are enabling in the form of drag and drop capabilities of a microservices based architecture and a lot of technology, but we can talk more at the conference. 
to help solve for individual use cases, but then establish the capabilities such that it can expand to solve for the remaining part of the enterprise as well, so that you're not ripping and replacing anything, but enabling intelligence as you go, right? And therefore, this is something that we think uh, is the way in which you can you know, uh, deal with this uh, opportunity in bite-sized chunks rather than you know, trying to rip and replace everything and uh, and implement a futuristic supply chain solution. Well, you've been a good student of the work we've been doing on outside in planning. So I smiled when you were talking, but you know, the challenge is, you know, how do we unlearn to even begin that journey? And what have you found with clients? Because most people can't talk the language of analytics and, you know, their mental models are a barrier. Uh, yeah, that, that is a huge, uh, huge part of the problem, as in, and there are different levels, right? So there is, uh, there is an education required at senior leadership. Then there is an education required at the, um, the operating managers as well, right? Now, the thing is, and then there is confidence required at the level of execution. Now, what we've seen is that the, it's important, therefore, to identify stakeholders who are willing to willing to experiment and try the change, right? So it's only, you can only build on this by success. So we did try, we did try the top-down uh, effort of trying to you know, convince the C-level executives saying that this is the approach you need to take. But having said that, we found success in convincing the next layer, the middle-level managers and the supply chain functional leads across certain businesses who are more futuristic and who understand, you know, are more detail-oriented and are able to understand this path and this journey, get those champions on and then afterwards use that to build credibility and with the C-level execs. Because this is a huge transformation. You know, it's not something that you can just implement in silos in, a, in an organization. It needs to be part of a strategic agenda. But the way we are doing it, is a use case at a time, delivering value, using that in order to gain C-level acceptance uh, to the roadmap itself. And we are on a journey. I don't think any organization has really completely accomplished this. And we are on a journey and that's, uh, we feel confident based on some of the initial successes that we've had. Well, Kishore, I look forward to seeing you at the summit. I would encourage anyone that has an analytics project that they need a great thinker to reach out to Kishore. He'll be near the coffee pot. And if you're looking at this virtually, just drop Kishore an email and he is a great person to talk to. Kishore, all the best. I look forward to it and see you at the summit. Thank you very much, Laura. Same here. We all look forward to being there and uh, discussing. And as I said, this is a journey. We look forward to learning and being part of the uh, journey. And hopefully 2030, we look back and say, wow. This was <laughs> awesome. Thank you.